Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. There are many existential questions that we're all trying to find the answers to. What's the meaning of life? Who are we? What's happiness? Today, we'll see if maybe there is one ultimate rule in life. One rule that rules all the other rules. Let's dig in. So, shameless plug, I've just released a book actually two, one for the kids, one for the adults. I'll tell you more after. First, let's see if we can find the ultimate rule of life. The reason I mentioned the book is because it's called the 33 principles of the modern warrior, including some ideas from the greatest thinkers, warriors, artists of all times. So let's just say it's full of wisdom. Then, once it was finished, looking through the 33 principles, I wondered if there was one ultimate rule. They're all very important, but is there one that stands out or that sums up all the other ones? Let's just say it wasn't an easy task. It was a fun Saturday night of debating with my own self. But I think I've got it. First, let's go over the rule and then let's debate why this could be the ultimate rule of life. So the principle is the only place you live is here now. We all hear inspiring and cool sounding quotes like the past is gone, the future is uncertain, all we have is just the present, or that we should learn lessons from the past, dream and have a vision for the future, but act in the now. These are great and very true, but sadly, like most quotes, we all hear them, we all get them, but we don't necessarily live them. Probably we all heard, even repeated plenty of times, time is money. Yet we spend an average in the whole world, almost four hours on our phones each day. The average of time spent watching TV in Canada in 2022 is more than 22 hours per person. Cell phone and TV combined, that's more than 50 hours a week. So clearly we don't all apply time is money because we're wasting a lot of our time. Okay, so now coming back to the principle. Why is this one so important? After all, to put simply, we all have one life. And also, to put simply, we can't change the past or the future, so all we have is now. 
But so much of us, if not all of us, even a little, do not live in the present. You're at work thinking of a night out. You're driving, thinking of a meeting at work later. You're going on a date, remembering how you messed up the last person you dated or something they did to you. As Seneca says, life is very short and anxious for those who forget the past, neglect the present, and fear the future. Now, the reason we must live more in the present, it's not just because it's more Zen or because a wise philosopher said so, but because the present is the only place where you can take action, do something that will bring you satisfaction or happiness, but also feel the emotions of the present moment. And now, here comes the best part. The present is the only place that you can have a positive impact on your future. Let me say that again. The only time you can take a step into building a better future is now. So the idea is not to never think about the past or the future. As we said before, the past can be a great source of memories, of stories, of lessons, etc. The future can be a place that gives you guidance on the direction you need to go today, that fuels you with hope and inspiration when you think of your goals and dreams, etc. But the only place you can not only enjoy but also have an impact and take action is now. Now, let's do some quick maths. Imagine you spent on the average day 25% of your focus thinking about the past, about the good and the bad things that happened. Then imagine you think another 25% thinking of the future, your career, what you want, the traveling you want to do, a dream or an idea, a business, whatever. That only leaves you with 50% of your time to be really here now. And again, not only just be present for the sake of being present, but also taking action based on the lessons from the past, based on the information you have now here today, and also based on your dreams, your goals. Then we're not even talking about all the time we spend eating or getting ready or talking to someone or watching TV. So that 50% is not even a real 50%. I don't want to do a full statistical analysis and mathematical calculus of this equation. But let's just say it doesn't leave you with much time to either enjoy the present moment, neither to move forward to a future you want to build. Okay, I know that's really theoretical or abstract, but if you agree just with the fact that we should more live in the present, so the next thing I'll say is how you do anything is how you do everything. So reading a book and being fully immersed in that book without your cell phone ringing or washing the dishes and feeling the warm water on your hands or driving and not having any music or nothing to distract and just be present. These little moments, these little actions and decisions will train us to be more present for the bigger part of our day. These are just the little moments, sometimes five minutes, but as anything, those little Little steps, those little bricks will add up and build something bigger. 
there's a million other things and also benefits of being present. That's where also you will be more with your thoughts. You will be less stressed or anxious because you will less live in a past or future memory or vision of something bad happening that is not even happening in the moment. You will be more with your thoughts, with the people you love, with the emotions you feel of that moment, not of something that happened before or could happen in the future. You will live more if you are more in the present. So that's why I think as much as all of the other principles and probably way more than just the 33 that are stated in the book, as much as they are important, they fall under this one. Because if we are more in tune with ourselves, more present, ultimately we will be more fulfilled, more joyful. We will take better decisions and it will be easier to be kind with others, not to try to control what we can't, not overthink, which are actually a few of the other 33 principles of the book. So by the way, this book is available right now on Amazon. You can go to warriorbooklet.com. It will also be in the show notes in the description below. It's a book with 33 principles of the modern warrior. There's also a version for the youth, for the kids, 10 to 18 years old. These booklets are really not expensive. I'm pretty sure it's going to be worth your time and your money. They're super easy to read. Each principle has a little description and a quote. The goal is to reflect on each principle, not just to read it as a nonfiction book or any other book. So make sure to check it out. Anyways, I could go on for hours on the subject of either this book or about being here in the now, but I'll have to wrap it up. I just hope that more of us would be more often present in this life, in our lives, in the conversations we have, in the moments we live, in our lives in general. So what do you think? What is the ultimate rule in your opinion? And on the subject of being here now, are you being present most of the time? Where do your thoughts go? What do you think is your ratio of thinking of the past, of the future and being in the present moment? On this, I wish you a wonderful day. I hope this episode was useful and I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself. To the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do. To accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life 
the way your mummy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you got to live it, or the way society says you got to live it. You got to live it for yourself.